Welcome to the Exchange Podcast. I am your host, Floyd Boykin Jr., and welcome. Today we have a very special podcast going on. You all know that each year we do something uh, in reference to lupus to um, show awareness for lupus, to build up the consciousness in reference to that particular cause. And today we have a, a very, very talented artist that's coming to our stage, our virtual stage, and he goes by the name of Michael Artis. Welcome to our um, platform, Michael. How you doing today? Good, good. Always, always doing well. How about you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for asking. I can't. Actually, I'm doing amazing. Actually, I'm, I'm feeling good, feeling great. Yeah, that's, I'm that's pumped. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Hey, we're gonna get right into it though, because you know um, I've learned that uh, attention spans don't go too long, <laughs> so we want oh, yeah, to go. True put it out there so they can learn more about you so first of all i mean you know i called you an artist i know some of us will say visual artists because you you're you you do paintings and do you do digital art as well yes i do i do i do almost okay. everything honestly okay that's awesome um so you know the, the 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 natural question to ask at what age did you realize that you actually had this gift of art and creating this honestly i uh, growing up i've always liked uh, art and drawing. I remember the first time I really got introduced to the craft was when my brother came home from school. He's my older brother, so he was in school before me. So he came home from school and showed me how to draw like 3D shapes and spheres and stuff. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. So ever since then, I would just always draw and practice. And um, I would say by the time I was in fifth grade, that was when um, people started actually uh, sharing that they enjoyed my art, like the other students and the teachers. And they always called me artist, the artist, because my last name is artist. Or they'd be like, oh, your, your last name's artist and you're an artist. I would get that my whole life. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically when it started. So you sound like you were destined to uh, be in the art world basically. with a last name like artist. You know, that's actually a cool last name. So, um, so you started, uh, you say around, you were around five when you first, um, uh, I guess had some kind of, um, uh, uh, visual that this is what you wanted to do or that you knew how to create. Yeah. Basically around four or five. Yeah. And if you don't mind me asking, how old are you now? I'm 25 now. 25. So 20 years in the game, basically. Yeah. All right. So who would you say some of your influences are? I mean, because I know, like, as an artist myself, that even if I'm doing, like, I do I do poetry, I also do, you know, artwork as well. But sometimes the influences don't always come from the same genre of entertainment, you know, or, or creativity. So who would be some of your influences? Man, I, I have so many. Um, well, I, I can go in order, kind of, like, starting out, I didn't really have any artists as my influence because I never really looked into art that much until high school. Um, but in high school, I found Kahinde Wiley through my art teacher. And he was a huge influence on my work um, with his you know, floral designs and patterns and his uh, textures and figure black figures. So I, I used to heavily do that. 
And then I also got influenced by Wayne Tebow, and he used a lot of bright colors and did a lot of figures as well with plain backgrounds. Um, and then past that, um, by college, I decided that I wasn't going to pursue art. So what I did was architecture instead. And then that's when I found this artist named Daniel Arsham. And till this day, he's definitely one of my inspirations. Um, he, he's a really good artist. I would definitely recommend to check him out. He does a lot of paintings and um, installations. Uh, he's he's really good with like colors and, and uh, you know, like popular, popular subjects in his work. Um, but besides art artists, um, a huge inspiration is like uh, hip hop culture and rap music and stuff like that. So um, like Kendrick Lamar, uh, even though he's controversial, Kanye West has been an influence and inspiration and motivation for me. Um, you know, there, there's so many. I, I take inspiration out of everything, honestly. Okay, and, that, and since you kind of went into the hip hop thing as well and architecture, so, so you're definitely getting influenced from many different angles. If you had to describe your work, how would or your body of work, what, how would you describe it? That's hard for me to do right now, and I say that because um, so my first my first year of like coming back into painting and um, starting to do it full time. I was basically doing a whole bunch of commissions. So within a year and a half, I painted an excess of 100 commissions in a year and a half. So I painted 100 paintings and they were all mostly like, you know, uh, famous black figures or portraits of people or animals. And then um, after that year and a half, I was like, man, I, I can't just keep doing this. I need to create my own body of work. So. Um, what I'm progressing into doing, I don't really have a body yet because that's what I'm working on. Um, okay. But what I'm progressing into doing is um, utilizing like the textures and patterns of butterfly wings into my artwork. Um, like as if, if I was to create a portrait, uh, the skin of the person would be butterfly wings or um, butterflies are somehow incorporated in, into the artwork. Um, okay. And that's what I'm working on now. Okay, and we and we're actually going to touch on that butterfly, on um, the symbolism behind that. Um, I understand um, you. You and I actually have a similar journey in reference to uh, how our work is has been kind of fueled. I understand your mother passed away in 2016 uh, from lupus. Is that correct? Yes, she did. Um, it was my senior. It was my last semester, my senior year of high school, 2016. And I'm sorry to hear that uh, as well. Um, and like my mom passed in '93, like almost a few months, a couple months after I graduated from high, from college, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, and she had complications of lupus as well, you know. So, um, but I, I read that that's definitely a a, a major motivation, a motivator for you and your work currently. Um, so, my question is to you: When your mother passed away. You know, and then we all have to have, you know, our, our grieving time with, I put, I say that with air quotations, but technically you, you, you never stop really grieving, but you learn how to deal with it differently. Um, at what point did you, um, I, I don't want to use the word, I guess the word decide 
that she was going to be the motivator behind a lot of the work that you would be doing or, or she would spark your fuel more? That's a that's a great question, actually, because um, I've actually never thought about this. So I'm going, I'm going to think about it now. Um, okay. okay. So when I remember the the day after she passed, um, I went to school to get like all my schoolwork collected so I could just stay at home for a little while and um, just, you know, grieve. And I remember going to my art class and then uh, my art teacher was like, hey, Michael, how's it going? Uh, is your mom doing well? And then I just busted out in tears right there and I ran into his art room and he, he followed me and then just embraced me in that moment. And I could not stop crying. I just remember, I'll remember that moment for the rest of my life. But um, I remember that after that, um, it was, it was hard for me to make art. Like usually they, um, like artists talk about how the, um, their trials and tribulations lead to um, the best work they ever make. So I thought that like maybe um, this moment would even make me produce more art just to kind of grieve, but that didn't happen. The opposite happened. So like for, it was like I told you, um, I didn't even go to college for art school. I ended up just disliking art in, in general and trying to avoid it. But in uh, after my four years of college, I was like, man, what am I about to do? Like, I don't like any of the stuff I was doing in school. I, um, I just feel like I'm in my last moments and I got all this tuition to pay. And then um, I just decided to go for it. I decided, um, you know what? Like, this isn't what I, I stood on um, my whole life. I can't just let the grief of my mother's past. Like, she was my motivation to paint. Mostly, she would always um, praise my work. And I was like, I just, I got to keep going, even if she's not here. So I decided to just go all in on it on my last semester of college. And from what I can tell, you you have definitely been doing your thing here because I, I see that you've uh, been fortunate to to actually work with a number of industry giants out there, such as Sony, Bose, um, Starburst, to uh, to name a few. In terms of companies, how did you manage to to land those opportunities? I mean, the the thing is, um, I worked tirelessly for that, that year and a half I made those 100 commissions. I, mm. I worked tirelessly on content. I worked tire, tirelessly on art. I may have gotten an average of four and a half hours of sleep that whole year and a half. Like I was, I was working myself to the bone to where um, I feel like I, I was showing myself in a light where people aren't used to seeing um, with a drive an ambition that like I can't even explain it if I were to work that hard now I would just I, I, I couldn't I honestly couldn't I don't know whatever I was going through in that moment it was like an extra push um, and it's it, there's not really a direct answer to say like how I got these opportunities I just honestly would say the hard work I put in making content and making art at the same time and daily posting what I'm working on, my thoughts, my ideas. It's just um, sharing my life, honestly. And then people just 
like to be a part of the the journey honestly well i saw that you uh had your work on bet's 20s uh after show yeah what was that like what was that like uh, and, that, and that if you know if, if you i was gonna say i'm sorry if, if you can describe the piece that uh if this is even possible if you can describe the piece that was actually on the show too that would be awesome yeah, that was a that was kind of a surreal experience for me. Everything, any any of these um, accomplishments, if you'd like to call them that, that you're bringing up, like all these, still to this day, if I get another one, they're all surreal experiences to me. So, um, the BET um, painting came up through an email. I just got a random, or no, it was actually a DM. It was a DM from someone. Uh, who was working on the the man? They were working on the the stage set design, and it was just a DM. And uh, through DM, they wanted a specific painting, uh, and and I was like, well, I can't give you the painting because it was a commission, and I already gave it to this person. And they're like, oh no, we didn't want the actual painting. We just need a digital uh, image of the painting. So I just had to send them the digital, and they they made a print out of it and put it on this the stage and um there are people in the room like iman shumper big sean and a whole bunch of big stars who are sitting in the same room as my painting so i i just thought that was a, a nice surreal experience for myself as an artist seeing my my work on tv like that yeah that yeah that's that sounds like an incredible incredible experience and and I say accomplishment, and I, I really do believe that is an accomplishment because, you know, when you um, first start doing it, well, like you said, you even you, you left doing art for a moment, you know, for a little while and came back and then you start doing all these things that a lot of people probably would dream to, to have done or at least had the opportunity to have one chance to maybe work with Sony or something, you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and you, you've done a lot. So, uh, you know, kudos to you, uh, what you're doing and what you will be doing, you know, because you're not done. So, <laughs> you know, you're going to yeah. continue making moves out there. Um, I like to um, go back to what you originally said about the butterfly and incorporating that in, in, into your work. And we all know that those who follow lupus, we know that that is a very uh, important symbol uh, in the lupus journey. So can you tell us about yours, your concept with it? Yeah, so... Um... Well, before I even start in this, um, I would like to say for any artist listening, um, the, the one piece of advice I would give any artist that I've learned, not that I know everything, I don't know everything, but the one piece of advice I would give any artist is to just push your work as much as possible and don't be ashamed or embarrassed to, to showcase it. And if, if anything, if any thing has helped me my journey it's been consistent consistency uh, and also frequency and um not being scared to be who i am um yeah that's very sad very so sad that, so that goes into uh, the symbolism of the butterfly wings because mm -hmm. i was working on commissions that whole time and i felt like what what i was putting out wasn't true to myself so what I started to do was really think, because um, I never had a style. I would never consider myself to have a style, an art style. 
and I was like, I really feel un- incomplete as an artist right now. I'm just making all these commissions and not really having a style and being able to tell people what what I am as an artist in like just two sentences. So um, I, I use the symbols of butterfly wings now. I, I came up with this because I just kind of noticed this in my work. Um, like the colors that I've been using, they've all and, you know, textures and spray paints. And I was like, you know what? I could actually utilize butterfly wings as a symbol in my paintings and they'll have a deeper meaning for myself. But even for a viewer who doesn't know my work or um, know anything about me, they would be like, wow, this is visually pleasing. So the butterfly wings are a symbol of lupus, um, but they're also a symbol of like beauty. They're a symbol of uh, uh, delicacy. And I kind of tie these different um, motifs into my work um, because they story based on those different motifs of like delicacy and you could have these different themes to your artwork. I kind of just tie everything in together and make sure my pieces are visually appealing and follow this motif. And uh, yeah, lupus is a big driving force to, to why I even chose the butterfly. I think what you're doing is very powerful, man. I'm really looking forward to seeing more of your work, and I appreciate you taking the time to to, uh, come on our platform to talk about your work, so introducing yourself to our audience, and I think that's real cool. For you all who don't know, the Lupus Walk um, 2023 uh, in St. Louis, Missouri, that is going to be this Saturday, September the 9th, uh, it's going to be at the Creekcore Lake Memorial Park. Um, uh, enter at the Sailboat Cove. And you all check that out. The time is starting at 9 o'clock. And it's going to go to about 1130 or uh, 12 o'clock, somewhere in that area. And you can come out, not only just to support and, and walk, but also micro artists will be there. Is that correct? Because you, you're currently, you reside yes, in Houston will. and you're... And you're coming here to St. Louis to be a part of this. Yep, 100%. I'm excited for it, too. All right. Well, I look forward to meeting you as well. And, you know, I'll be there with, you know, I don't have a big team this year, but I'm there to walk in like I try to do it uh, as often as I can. So I look forward to meeting you. Uh, We thank you for being on our show today. Now, before we end the interview, the last thing I will want to ask you is how can a person follow follow your social media and also could you give us your website yes yeah, so all my social media is at michael artist ma artist is spelled a-r-t-i-s there's no t at the end um that's why people call me artist the artist and my website is michaelartist.com awesome so you all heard it y'all check him out on all platforms plus if for whatever reason you're not on any social media, you can check him out on his website. And that's the smart thing to do anyway. In case social media collapse one day, you can still go to websites and check out people work. So, Michael, thanks for being on here for uh, today, man. And uh, I wish you the, uh, the best in everything that you do, sir. No problem, Floyd. Thank you for having me. And I, I hope to see your work one day as well. You said you make poems and artwork as well. So I'd, I'd love to see those. Awesome, man. I'll make sure I share some of that with you. Um, Yeah, I'll definitely let you see that. So, 
Well, you all, thanks for listening to the Exchange Podcast. My name is Floyd Boykin Jr. And thanks for tuning in. I want you all to be kind, be respectful, have fun, and learn something amazing. Peace and many blessings.